Blog Talk Radio. I think I hope I sound all right, guys. Um, welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm so excited today. I've actually got butterflies in my tummy today about doing the show, which I'm all excited about. Uh, but welcome, wherever you are, uh, wherever you are listening to in the world. Um, I'm so grateful to be here today with Diane, and we we have our first guest, which I will talk about with you very shortly. Um, I'm Susie Parrott, if you don't already know, and I am half of Unite in the Light, and the beautiful Diane Morgan is the other half. Say hi, Diane. Hello, everyone. Welcome, welcome. We're so (laughs) delighted you're joining us today. We are indeed. Like I say, I'm all excited. Whenever I do my show, I'm quite high vibrational. I'm like a child, so forgive me. I just get all excited. Um, But thank you guys, like I say, for joining you, for joining us. Um, We are a network that loves to talk about all sorts of things, energy, crystals, techniques, exercises, and we love to talk about the angels. Uh, But our first guest today um, will be taking... Um, questions from you later in the show so guys if you've got any questions for the lovely Regan um, our phone number is 515-602-9695 I'll just give that to you again it's 515-602-9695 um, Diane is going to do a beautiful prayer for us now to open the show with. So I will pass over to you, sweetheart. All right, darling. Uh, if you would all care to join me as we are a non-denominational network, and we invite you to join us in a prayer. So we say, dear God, creator, universe, goddess, source of all that is, we thank you for the opportunity to come together today. We ask for healing for all, for whoever needs it, whatever it looks like for them. And we thank you for the healing and for healing our planet. In your name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Diane. That was lovely because I think we could all do with a bit of healing at the moment, the whole planet as well. So thank you, sweetheart. You're very welcome, So now, guys... I'm going to um, get on and tell you 
a bit about our guest, uh, Mr. Regan Forston, who is a very interesting person and a lovely person. So I will just tell you a little bit about him. Um, Out-of-body experiences at age of four set Regan up for a spiritually-based life. His inner guidance has taken him to five countries where he experienced the best and the worst of humanity. Standing ovations in Las Vegas and Hollywood movie sets to cartel kidnappings and mayhem in Mexico. And the adventure continues now as he felicitates clients experiencing past lives in a deep state of hypnosis. So interesting. Visiting where they, as souls, go between lives. He is also a practitioner of, I'm dying to ask him what this is, uh, quantum healing hypnosis technique, allowing some clients to experience relief from their health issues. Regan has had a most unusual and interesting life, I would say so. He went from being a paper boy at nine, a gas station attendant at 17, a door-to-door salesman at 21, a real estate broker at 23. Uh, now, this is really intriguing. A ventriloquist, gosh, I actually managed to say that, at 29. Um, oh, my gosh, a professional clown at 31. Magician and stilt walker at 33. This man's talents are endless. Um, corporate comedian and fake motivational speaker at 40, Hollywood actor at 52, writer at 56, hypnotherapist at 58, wow, composer at 65, life between the lines and past life regressionist at 68, quantum healing hypnosis therapist technique at 70. Wow, well, you're looking very, he's looking very good, just 70. Regan is available. <laughs> just speak to us today. Can you believe it? And the fact that he um, has written books, he's just so interesting. He's so, so interesting. So, Diane, I'm going to pass over to you and um, introduce this beautiful man. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, Regan, would you join us on air? And I, you know, I have to say the same as, as Susie. You have said had such an exciting life, you know. And I say you've had an exciting life as a seeker. All these things that you've done, uh, wow. So if you would like to say hello to our audience, and uh, if you have a few words that you would like to say, or we'll jump right into the interview. Okay, sure. Yeah. Hi, everyone. <laughs> it's nice to be the uh, first guest on the show. It's really nice that you guys, I mean, look, you're in Texas, and she's in the U.K., and, and here it's like, in the, I'm in California, and it's like we're all here in the same room. You know, it's uh, amazing with technology nowadays. Um, yeah, I, you know, to me, it just seemed like I had a life. I didn't really, until I, until I really look back now, being in my 70s now, and then I, I realized that, yeah, it wasn't quite the ordinary life that a lot of people have, but... Um, <laughs> All of this since I was since I was a little kid, it's, I've had this um, inner guidance, 
that I follow, you know, um, like, you know, from being a real estate broker to going to be a professional clown. Uh, people thought it was nuts, but I was, it was uh, just inspired by this, I call it this inner guidance that I think is a birthright for all of us, that when you start doing this spiritual work, you, you there is help on the other side. And through uh, intuition, through these little God sightings that you have during the day or dreams, visions that you have, uh, they kind of help guide your life, you know, to where you need to get to your next step. And um, I found mm-hmm. out that, you know, my whole life has actually been leading up to what I'm doing now. It's like it helped prepare me to do the, for the rest of my life now that I can help people. Um, I can have this experience uh, through, actually, I'm, I'm certified through the Newton Institute uh, to help people to get into a deep state of relaxation, trance, hypnosis, whatever you want to call it. And um, we've discovered that there's this God switch that we all have, that when you're in this state, it's, it's, it's like you're falling asleep, but you, you're right at the edge of falling asleep. And a facilitator keeps you in that state so you don't fall asleep. And everybody seems to be able to easily uh, access their past lives and to... Um, uh, go to where they've been many times before, and that's back to heaven again. Um, and while they're there, um, like I took the journey myself about three years ago, and I think about it every single day. Um, it was the most, uh, that was the biggest experience I've ever had. Uh, then I spent a year getting certified through them, and now I'm helping dozens of people um, uh, have the same experience I did, you know, where they, they, uh, they actually experience what it's like in the afterlife. Um, it's like it's kind of like you know there's all these books on um, near-death experiences you know that change people's lives and in those near-death experiences sometimes people experience heaven for you know a few seconds a few minutes mm-hmm. maybe uh, mm-hmm. a little longer than that and they come back and they talk about wow they've never felt the all this love before that and and they have this bigger viewpoint of what the world's like well, and, and what I do with people now and w- what they did for me, I spent over three hours there. And uh, it was like I got a, a mini tour of what it's like on the other side. And, um, you know, while I was there, I, I got to see my mom and dad, my brother who passed on. Um, it was almost in passing, like they're in the room with me and they're just smiling at me. And we have this, they're just doing just fine. And, and um, uh, I got to go before a council, which almost everybody that takes this trip to heaven, you know, like my clients, uh, all of them, uh, about 90% have been able to go before counsel up there where you can ask questions that you prepare ahead of time before your session. And you can ask them, uh, you can find out like why you decided to be born, what your mission and goal is, you know, what you hope to learn in this life. Um, And um, you can even ask trivial things like, you know, about job changes or, you know, um, you know, uh, a lot of times people have questions like, why is this person who I hate in my life? And, and they'll tell you. <laughs> and it, 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 it's uh, like uh, one of my clients was a nurse, and there's three doctors that worked in her hospital, and one of them was really cruel to her, so much so that she would shake before going into work if he was there. It was just a horrible day because mm. he was so cruel to her. Uh, always out, Always out of the... Uh, hearing of other people but he would take her aside and tell her how horrible she was and that he would get her she he, it was horrible for her so when we're over there she's before the council we we uh i told her on her list because she's in that state so the facilitator keeps her on task 
and I'll say, uh, Laura, now you wanted to ask the council, why is this doctor so mean to you? And the, the council uh, answered her very in one little sentence, and that's all they said. They just said to her, you were very cruel to him in another lifetime. And you should have seen her. She's in trance. She, she grimaced and she goes, oh, I didn't want to hear that. You know, and um, <laughs> the, the thing is, what she yeah, that karma thing. About, <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh, but wow. a few months later, a few months later, I, I contacted her and she says, Regan, I don't, I didn't do anything. I don't know what's going on, but he's not being mean to me anymore. You know, so somehow or another, she having that realization, I think she changed her energy, her consciousness changed mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or something so that, uh, you know, he, he was uh, not into trying to destroy her anymore, you know, so. Right, she cleared uh, up the karma a, between them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I found well, out I kn- over there I know. When, when I asked. No, I was going to say, uh, in your book, you talk about meeting guides and angels and deceased loved yeah. ones, and you've, yeah. you've given us a little a little insight on the deceased loved ones, but can you tell us a little more about the guides and meeting angels? And I know you said that your guide gave you a prayer to say every day. Uh, could you elaborate oh, yeah. on that for us? Yeah, it's a cool prayer. Okay, <clears throat> I was above, it was like coming back from this other from heaven or wherever this uh, realm is, and I was looking at the earth, and he was next to me. Rebazar was his name. And um, um, the first thing he asked me to do is if I was, as I was getting closer to earth, like I was looking at earth, and I'm going, oh, it's just such a beautiful place. And as I started getting closer back down to earth, I started getting all emotional, and, and, and I was started getting this emotional pain. And he stopped, he halted me. He said, wait. And he says, you sure you want to do this? And I knew it was mean, do I want to do this work that I'm doing now? And I said, I said, well, I said the F word. <laughs> just funny. I said, F, yeah. <laughs> it was just funny. Here I am. Having, I, but I couldn't help it because that was just saying that, yes, I'm so, I can't wait to, to do this mission. And then he says, okay, wait a minute. He says, if you're going to do this now, I'm going to tell you three things you need to do or your body, your physical body is going to get sick and you're going to die. And um, he showed me in my, in my, I saw a picture of a, an hourglass. You know how this, you know, the sand's on the top and it gets skinny and then it, then it gets let down, the, the sand goes through to the bottom. And I was seeing myself, right. seeing clients, listening to all their problems and all of the pain and everything they've gone through. And I saw that sand uh, raising, raising, raising up in the top part. Nothing was going to the bottom. And he said, if it gets to the top, your history, you know. So he says, in order to keep the flow going for me to handle all this energy, first thing I needed to do is to do a spiritual exercise every morning. Uh, And he gave me this prayer. He said, um, this will work. And he says, as you wake up, you say, bless this day and those I serve. As I keep one foot in heaven and one one foot planted firmly on earth to accomplish my mission of kindness at any cost. And um, so when I wake up, that's the first thing that I do is just kind of connect myself like I put a foot in heaven, you know, so that I'm walking mm-hmm. around during the day more mindful and um, yeah. more ready to, to put plus put pluses on my chart during the day of things that I do rather than negative, you know. Yeah, I read, so, when I um, read the prayer in your book, it was absolutely beautiful, and I went, that is that is gorgeous to, to, yeah, put our mindset in that we are 
walking one you know, I always said that we walk on a tightrope. It's kinda of like a tightrope. We've got one foot down here on yeah. earth and one up in heaven. And when yeah. I read that yeah. prayer I said, That's exactly what I keep I keep feeling that that's what we're doing. So Again, that was a confirmation yeah. for me that you know my feeling was correct that that is what we're doing. But it is a beautiful prayer, and I just wanted to let our listeners know that they can find the prayer in the book um, because you had yeah. written it in the book, and that's three hours and thirty-three minutes in heaven by Regan Forster. So I don't want to to uh, hog all of this. I know Susie probably has some questions no. for you as well. Well, for me, I mean, you're such a talented gentleman. I mean, you know, you, you've you not, it's just not the interesting life. It's the fact that you just seem so talented. But I'm really interested in wanting to know more about the quantum healing hypnosis therapist oh. technique. Because, yeah. you, sorry, you mentioned, like you say, that um, you're world certified by the Newton yeah. Institute. Yeah, exactly. Well, I, that was one of my questions as well because I have had a session with the Dolores Cannon's uh, quantum healing hypnosis. Yeah. So I wanted to see how it differs from the life between lives regression. Well, it, uh, Michael Newton and Dolores were contemporaries back in the 80s and 90s. Um, unbeknownst to each other, they were doing the same work. Right. And, they, and then when they found right. out about each other, they realized they're getting the same results, which was just more proof that all this is real. Mm. Um, mm. And okay. uh, it's very, very – the Dolores Cannon's work of Michael's is almost identical, except that what Dolores – the route she took was to, um, you know, instead of people going before the council and going to a soul group where you get a, you know, get to have kind of a home party with uh, people that – that are in your life and many lifetimes in that um, she has people go to a past life. And that's what I'm doing now too, for some people that need healing, physical healing. Right. We go to a right. past life, see themselves pass away. And then, uh, and the purpose of going to the past life is while they're doing that and, and they're getting real deep in their soul memory, it gets them deep enough for the next part of the process. It's like, it just gets them, they go down really, really mm-hmm, deep and mm-hmm. experience a past life. They see themselves pass away, and then what we do is we have that that uh, personality that was there that had that life go on to heaven, and then um, we ask permission to speak to the uh, we call it subconscious higher self. I usually say higher self. Yeah. I say, "Can mm-hmm, I speak mm-hmm. to this day, Diane? Can I speak to Diane's higher self?" And then the person's right. so deep they'll say yes. And then, oh my God, it's just immediately here comes this other part of yourself like another person it, it, right. it all of it begins speaking about you in third person and mm-hmm. um uh it i i'm just blown away every time this happens but all it's just like it's just so fluid so i'm talking to the higher self of my clients and then we have a list of questions we go through to get answered so instead of going before the council and getting the answers they ask the higher self the questions you know like why is this mm-hmm. person in my life or uh, and with their health issues, we'll, we'll, we'll try to identify why they have a particular health issue. And, and the subconscious or this higher self will, you know, it'll say, well, because you're, you're, you're screwed, you know, you're, you're right. all screwed up in your thinking, you know. And <laughs> right. the, subconscious, the subconscious is just, is just raking you over the coals, just saying, well, if Diane, if Diane would have done this, and she knows better. 
you know, but she's just not doing this. She's too so And when, that's when about the gist the of my session. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's magical. And then it uh, was. I'll it say, it well, was very uh, interesting um, because I went back to 417 BC and saw wow. that life as a male and saw my death. And so, yeah, it's it's yeah. quite something, you know. I, you know, that was one of my questions as well. How do you feel about it? Don't do you believe that everyone should do this for themselves? Yeah, I think. Um, well, that's what I, that's my mission now, so that everybody know that there's this process. Like we, uh, there's Newton Institute people in 40 countries now. We have 250 uh, of us that are, you know, certified through the Newton Institute, and they're. I guess eight different languages now, 40 countries. Um, and uh, with Dolores's now, like I'm in level two right now, um, heading towards level three, and I'm, I'm actually combining the two. So what I do is I have people go before the council. Uh, they get to go to their soul group where they, you know, it's like a homecoming when they're up in heaven with other people. Um, and then I can tell there's a certain point when my clients, I can just visibly see it and the way that they start answering the questions you can see when they've merged with their higher self. You know, it's just it just becomes a different conversation. And then I'll say, hey, am I talking to Diane's higher self? And then, the, yes. Oh, okay, hi, I've got some questions for you. And then I'll do it that that way. So I do it a little bit differently. Uh, but I'm mm-hmm. having this just amazing results. So, I mean, I had a woman came into me um, last month, and her hip was uh, frozen or jammed. And it had been that way for a couple of years. So she kind of limped a little bit. And um, so I asked the subconscious, I said, you know, we found out what it was about. And that was about her fear of moving forward. So, of course, her, her, her body, you know, messed its leg up a little bit because that's hard. It kind of keeps you from moving forward, you know. So it was a psychological thing. And so I asked the subconscious, can you heal it? And he says, sure. So subconscious and I said can you tell me what you're doing you know while I'm talking to you and then all of a sudden she's on the table on the couch and her body is just moving and uh, you know anyway long story short uh, her hip unfroze you know so you know I'm going okay but when I talk to the other therapists uh, because we have this forum that we talk and there's thousands of uh, people trained in quantum healing hypnosis technique now and right. the stuff I'm hearing is unbelievable. Um, sometimes the healing doesn't isn't immediate, but uh, the healing comes over a period of months. Like we recommend people listen to their tape over and over and over again because it keeps them, when they listen to it, it brings them back to that state and it allows their body to just, you know, start healing. So um, mm-hmm. uh, Dolores, you know, she had people come in with crutches and walk out not needing them, you know, sometimes. And it, it doesn't happen all the time, but it happens you can always tell there's some sort of emotional, for sure, healing in this process. And then a lot of times the physical healing will, you know, will, will come because of that. But um, it's, it's just amazing now that we have these techniques and we're all these spiritual seekers. And we're, God is, like, providing all these tools for us, you know, um, like what you guys are doing. I mean, people are understanding, uh, you know, how uh, – uh, gemstones and crystals and things work with our, you know, bring us, us in, into alignment right. with our higher selves and colors and sounds and, um, right. you know, and we're getting right. all these great meditations and then 
now, because um, I've had some people, I think I'm about 84, 85% of the people come to me have the whole meal deal where they just, it's just so easy for them. And they go to a past life, they go to, they go to heaven and back and, and they're just in awe when they come out of trance and they, they, they don't even know what to say sometimes because it's so powerful uh, that way. Mm-hmm. But um, even I tell people, even if it's just the fact that you experienced a past life and you didn't know if you believed in past lives before, that could be life-changing for some people just to realize yeah. that they're, they're immortal, you know, that we go on from right. place to place. Yeah. And, that and could it, just, it that can could be because can. some. Uh, something that I wanted to reiterate and ask your experience on that was I know in that past life, I recognized my brother. I recognized his soul. He didn't look like himself at all, but I knew as soon as I saw him, that was my brother this lifetime. Yeah. Yeah. Um, When people are on the other side, see, physics is different uh, there. It's like – when I have people go to their soul group and all of a sudden they go, oh, God, there's my mom. And I'll say, can you describe, because we're researchers, so we always ask them all these questions. Well, what does your mother look like? And they go, that's my mom. And she'll say, well, um, from the waist up, it kind of looks like my mom in this life, only she's way younger. And boy, does she look pretty. And they'll say, from the waist down, it's this beautiful energy. you know. And sometimes people mm-hmm. just see, says, well, it's my mom and I recognize her, but it's just this energy. And I'll, and I'll right, have her describe right. the colors, but when you're in that state, you recognize them, you know, because you're in their in that in their neighborhood where, you know, physics are different, and because you're in that group, you just recognize people as energy. And sometimes right. the guides yeah. are angels. Sometimes they'll appear to them um, half and half, or uh, you can't tell if they're male or female. They're kind of androgynous a little bit, you know. Um, but that's what makes the experience so real to people is because they go, I could have never imagined that seeing my mom is this beautiful purple, blue energy, and I knew mm-hmm, it was her. Mm-hmm. So now that's, that's it is it's the, a soul, uh, like the soul recognizing the soul, I believe, because yeah. my brother looked completely different, but I knew, I knew it was him. Yeah, yeah, you just, you just know. Um, I've had it in this life with my mum. I knew she was my youngest sister. Yeah. I was a child, Regan, and I always knew from me being a very small child that my mother was my baby sister in a past life. I always knew that. I yeah. always did. But, you know, so interesting. Sorry, carry on. <laughs> yeah, well, when when I had a past life experience uh, years ago, it's when I started believing in this too, and but it happened in a whole different way. That happened over a period of months where I got a piece, a piece, a piece, then finally, boom. Uh, and I found myself like a Roman soldier, you know, coming back um, from war, and uh, my house was on fire, and I saw my wife, she had red hair, and she was face down in a big pile of hay, and I ran to her and turned her over, and it was this redhead, but the second I saw her, I went, oh my God, that's my sister in this life, you know, and um, I, if you have that experience, you just know, like people could say, oh, you're, you just made it up, or you just you have a great imagination, but it's different. It's like when it happens and it goes so deep, it's different than imagination. It just hits it and you go, this is, you know, or when you find yourself in that lifetime, you just go, it's me. You know, this is just me, you know. Um, I get many movies as well. If I meet someone that I've met before in a former life, I get many movies as to what era that I knew them in and what life. I've been getting that for years as well since I was a small child. Yeah. 
I wish I had that. I mean, I, I get that a little bit, but um, and I think doing this work, I'm becoming a little more intuitive and a little bit more that way. I have a couple friends that are mediums, you know, and um, it just blows me away. They just go, ah, okay, your mother's here, and, blah, blah, and I go, well, I, I don't have the ability to do that, you know. But I, I think this process, is it becomes more mainstream, like, you know, people say, um, oh, I don't believe in reincarnation, and I'll say, well, this I don't think God cares if you believe or not. It, it either is or isn't, and it, it's just more information that we have that kind of helps us in our in our thing. But with the Newton Institute now, we've had 50,000 people do this, and they've all gone to past lives. I mean, I'd say we've kind of proven it, you know. I mean, yeah. it, that's the, you know, even by science, you go, the, the, for something to be real, it has, you have to be able to repeat it over and over and over again. Well, how many hundreds of thousands of times do we have to do that before a person will go, oh, I guess it's real, you know. But, again, it's our consciousness. If we're not ready for it, if it, if it scares us for some reason, even if it's right before us, people won't believe in it, you know. So, so. true. So true. Everything you said well, is half of them, I mean, they, a lot of them don't believe, you know, what Susie and I do. <laughs> so, uh, oh, yeah. And to me, they're just still hanging in that third dimension. Um Yeah. And not raise, raising their conscious. Um, also, you know, we are about halfway through the show, Miss Susie. So, if you want to give our uh, call-in information. Hi, honeys that are listening out there. I know so, uh, I know there's a few because people have let me know. Uh, but if anyone does want to ring in, our lines are obviously open for uh, the lovely Regan to take questions, or if you. You know, got yeah. Any questions or or anything you want to speak to us? Um, you can call us on five one five six zero two nine six nine five, and we would love to hear from you. But I'm so enjoying talking to you, Regan. <laughs> so so interesting. And remember well, you, to press you know one, what? guys, if you want to get in the queue to ask a question. We've got a few callers. Uh, but it's not showing me on the board that you want to ask a question. So if you want to ask a question, be sure and press 1 to get in the studio. Okay. Sorry. You were going to say, no, That's all right. A couple of things in the research we're doing that, yeah. to me, is surprising <clears throat> is when people are in this other space and they say, well, where's God? And they don't really get an answer, but they get people just go oh, up there somewhere. You know, like even in this part of heaven, it's like God is so great and so massive and huge and 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 un- incomprehensible in a way that even it, even in these uh, level of heaven or wherever my clients are up, they call it the presence up there. They just say they feel the presence so much more than they did on earth, you know, and that yeah. God is still in another realm or still above somewhere. Um, but I've had a few Christians that came to me that were open to maybe believing in past lives. Uh, one, a, a Catholic woman, 72 years old, and what a sweetheart. I mean, she walks in a room and she just makes it shine, you know, lightens, brightens it up. Um, and um, she asked if she could talk to Jesus over there, and they said, sure. So, oh, my gosh, she should have seen the tears rolling down her eyes. And I said, okay, I'm going to just, I'm going to be quiet now. I want you to have your conversation and your time with Jesus. And and when you're done, let me know, and then I'll, since we're recording this, I'll have if anything you want to share, we'll put on the recording. So I was just sitting next to her and having a drink of tea, and, and she's just having this experience, and she's crying, and 
And uh, finally, uh, uh, she says, okay, I'm done. And so I said, what do you want to share? And she says, oh, my God, Regan. She says, he was there, and he was holding me. And and we had this beautiful conversation. And, and then Mother Mary showed up. And all of a sudden, she's having a conversation about children with Mother Mary. And uh, she's, and she's, it, she's joyful. And she, she's telling me that she's laughing. She says, oh, my God, it was the most beautiful experience I've ever had and now I know that Jesus is as close as my heart and um, so even though she went to a past life where she was in France and and it was during the revolution in a building she's a teenager and a girl and a part of a building fell on her during this crazy uh, you know revolution that was going on and so it gave her something to think about but um, also Mother Mary she was having trouble with her daughter and this she was estranged from her daughter in this lifetime and Mother Mary, when they're talking about the kids, Mother Mary told her, says, uh, just listen to your daughter. Don't try to fix her problems and everything. He says, you're not listening to her. And then uh, I heard a few months later when her daughter came to visit her from out of state, that's what she did. And she says, I think we're, I think we're healing now. I think we're getting back together. So there's just amazing things that can happen when you have this experience on the other side, you know. So... Oh, and the other thing, when people ask over there, what religion should I be? What's the one true religion? The answer that they generally get is the one you choose. You know? But, Interesting. So, yeah, isn't that cool? Because me and Diane, we're always, we're always saying, you know, whatever makes you happy, you know? Yeah. It's not, we're not here to put our views on people or what we believe, especially religion-wise. But I, I think that's amazing. It is, though, isn't it? It's what makes you happy, your heart sing as a soul, I think. Religion, yeah. you know, it, it can be the bane of, of people's opinions on this plane. Um, but, you know, I just think, no, whatever makes you happy. And like I say, what makes you sing as a soul. Yeah, it's, it's like we all have to find our own path and we have to allow everyone else to find their own you know, not try to convert them to our way of thinking. We can just share ideas, and then if people want to take on some of our ideas. We want to take some of theirs, and then somehow we get to this beautiful place. So, um, yeah, some people don't even like don't like to hear that because they go, "No, I've got the only way." But I, well, I, I'm, I'm, you know, I say, "Don't shoot the messenger here." I'm just telling you what, what we found on the other side. All right. We've, <laughs> Susie, we've got a couple of callers waiting to ask questions. Uh, do we want to go ahead and take those now? Sure. Yeah. All yeah. right. We've got Maria from Harlingen joining us live in studio. Hi, Maria. Hello. Hi. Hi, Maria. Hi. Hey, Maria. I had a real good uh, quick question regarding the energy. Is it possible from a different level to hear their, them shout your name? Like they're trying to get your attention, and when you're very, very busy, all of a sudden <laughs> you can hear them call your name. And it's like it gets Most your attention definitely. Really quick, but when you're quiet, you can't hear it. <laughs> do, do you mean um, like in the, the, in the physical, side. like you're going along in the day? You're going, walking along in the day and you hear someone shout your name? Or do you mean yeah, when you're so, when you're – like when you're just busy and you're taking care of the household and all of a sudden you hear mom with such urgency and you yep. you realize mm-hmm. you know that name, you know you know it's you and you look around like what happened? And then when you're <laughs> yep. busy, you can't hear it no more. 
what do you think? Diane? Well, is I can. Right? Yeah, I can tell you. Yes, it is possible. Yes, it is real. Yes, yes, it does happen. They will even wake you up out of a dream. I have heard my mother calling me yeah. saying, "Diane, it's time to get up. Diane, it's time to get up." And there's nobody in the house but me. And so I wake up going, "What? What?" And know that it was my mom telling me that I needed to get up because I had something going on that day and I was going to oversleep if I didn't get up. So, yes, believe it. It is very real, and it happens to many. And if it's just starting happening with you, then your Claire's are awakening, and that's Clara audience, so you are going to be able to hear spirit. Oh, okay. Susie, you want to elaborate on that? I do because I'm hearing from from the uh, angelic realms. Are you hearing ringing as well? Do you hear like bells? Yes. I'm hearing that. Um, yes, I knew it. Um, and that's their sign of letting you know they're there. The angels, in particular, I'm hearing. Michael's just said we we are connecting with you as well. So you have spirit, but also you have the angelic realms around you as well, honey. So, and I believe from what Michael's telling me right this second is they're trying to give you all these signs. So you need to um, just be aware of signs that they are trying to communicate with you. I hope that helps you. Um, do you want to add anything? Yes, makes Diane? a lot of sense. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, no. basically, you know, I, uh, we talk about all the signs that, that Spirit sends us 24-7, and it it yeah. is not unusual uh, to feel them around you. It's not unusual to hear the high pitching. Yeah. Uh, don't be utterly surprised if all of a sudden one day you hear an angelic choir singing, because those are things yeah. that yeah. happen as your clear audience is waking up. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, I've got a, a good story about that. Uh, I was um, with a, a woman from, uh, she was from Russia. She, um, it was kind of in my in-between relationships thing, and I, I got to know her really well. And um, she was laying on a gurney dying in Russia with, from having a pancreatic attack. And she's laying there. She'd always been taught her whole life, there's no God, there's no God, whatever. And she's laying there thinking, oh, my God, there just has to be. There just has to be a God. Well, anyway, she survived that, came to the U.S. They did a little operation. She ended up being fine. Uh, but when I was uh, dating her, we, because of the the um, difference in language, sometimes I'd say something. She'd get mad at me and break up with me. And then I'd go, okay. And then a few days later, a coworker would say, well, that's not what he meant. And then she called and said, oh, I thought you meant this. And anyway, that language barrier was very interesting. <laughs> well, yeah. I had Sometimes you're not sure. Yeah, but we had broken up, and I and I uh, I still had this thing that maybe maybe I was premature, you know. And so I wrote her this email, and then I didn't send it the night first night because I didn't want to have an agenda. I was just coming truly from my heart because she was asking me all these questions about God, and of course coming from Russia with no God and then meeting me was like, oh my God, you know, (laughs) here's this guy that. So she was loving that. So I just. I, in the morning, I got up and I, I went push and I sent it to her, knowing that I wasn't trying to. All I was doing is sending her love. I wasn't trying to manipulate her in any way. I was just saying maybe we need to get back together for a little while or something. But anyway, then I, I came back in the afternoon. I had like 20 uh, emails from her, just boom, boom, calling, 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 calling. So when she read my, when she read my heartfelt note that I sent her, she started hearing an orchestra, and 
she she jumped up from her computer and she looked out the windows. There's nothing on the house. She would go back and start to read it again. She would hear an orchestra again. And uh, I was telling her that I think this is this is your wake up call. You know, it's just showing you these uh, possible things that are possible. So that made me a believer in this thing. When you're really truly in yourself and you do things unselfishly, you know, and whatever you do, that that energy translates to the other person, and that somehow opened her up to hear hear this uh, celestial music. Uh, so people in meditation sometimes they'll hear a single note of a flute or an orchestra or something, and they'll go, mm-hmm. "What the heck was that?" It's it's the music of the spheres, I think, you know, and this this spiritual. Uh, I don't know. We're on this certain wavelength, you know, of, of uh, from the other side. So, right. Another thing, uh, Maria, that I'm hearing too, to uh, tell you or to share with you because I think it's high. If, Michael's saying it's happening with you. It's like maybe you're hearing crickets. You think you're hearing cricket noises, and there's no crickets in your house, and it's but it's just this constant what I call a high pitched cricket, and mm-hmm. it it you're just it all it is is that your your clear audience, your clear hearing is opening up to hear spirit, and you're already hearing them. And Michael's saying, don't doubt it, just go with it, you know. And if you start talking to them, you're going to hear answers, and you've just got to trust what you're hearing. And sometimes you have to put it together, but yet you are connecting and you are making that connection with spirit, and spirit is hearing you and spirit is trying to answer you. Yeah, Yeah. I think that that's what's going on because there's times where I'm like, should I call this person or not? Should I move or not move? Should I wait or should I do it? And all of a sudden it's like somebody Mm -hmm. pushes me and says, go. Right. Yeah, exactly. So, so I'm kind of getting it. Okay. Well, now I know all the noises that I'm hearing and the the little screams <laughs> and the, the shouts. Yeah. And like somebody's trying to get yeah. my attention, and I don't know where to go. And I'm like, okay, there's somebody yelling at me. <laughs> yeah, a, well, you can ask you know, them to tune it down a little bit. You know, if if it yeah. is so loud, like the crickets and the ringing in the ear, there's sometimes I I will look up and say, okay, guys. I know you're there. Can you tune it down a little bit so it's not so loud yeah. for me? And they'll do that yeah. for you. Yeah, I do the same. I do the same. <laughs> so, okay, good. What I would say for <laughs> Maria, too, if these things are starting to happen, uh, a good way to start really connecting, too, is to keep a dream journal because that's one way, too, mm-hmm. that they'll start connecting. Or, uh, keep it a little flashlight by the bed, and if you wake up uh, – don't worry about having to wake up all the way. Remember the whole dream. Just write down the gist of the dream, a few sentences, then you'll remember it in the morning. You can go back and fill in right. some of the stuff. But uh, we're, we're finding out that's, you know, like you guys know, too, that's one of the ways they connect with this is through our dreams yeah. and uh, through God's right. sightings or waking dreams, you know, these little mm-hmm. miracles that happen in your life. They're becoming more and more vivid and more memorable. There's certain things right. that will yeah. come out like a judge or an apple or something. Right, right. And yeah. those are certain cues for you. You can, as uh, Regan said, you know, write it down, even if it's just a key word. And the next morning, ask Archangel Uriel to help you remember the dream. And just sit I there with your word. And okay. he will help you recall that dream. And you're going to have certain okay. symbols that are perhaps just your dream symbols that mean something just to you. If those keep coming in, like an apple or the judge, as you were talking, you know, make sure that you write that mm-hmm. down and then figure out what was going on in that dream 
because that's your key that that's that's what that's pertaining to the next time you have that dream. Yeah. But okay. What I'm hearing Michael okay. say, sweetheart, as well, is don't panic if you're not understanding what they're trying to tell you because they will keep coming at you with the message until you understand it, okay? So if you're not understanding something or you want a validation for something, just they'll keep giving it you, honey, until you get it. But me and Diane actually have a Unite in the Night dream journal on Amazon. You, it's actually for your dreams, oh. isn't it, Diane? So if you were interested... Yeah, we have they, uh, they're not 17 very, or 18 of them on there now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but okay. especially for dreams as well. Um, but that's yeah. what I'm hearing. So don't don't worry if you're not actually feel you're getting the message. They'll keep getting giving it to you. Okay. Okay. Yeah, don't get yeah. discouraged. I won't give up. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna give up. <laughs> Believe like, me, if it's if it's yeah, important, something. yeah, if, if it's important for for you to get that message, as Susie said, they will continue to bring that message until you yeah. get it. And that's what it feels. Like. The only time that. You know, Michael told me many years ago when when people would say, I don't think I hear them anymore. And Michael said, the only time that you stop hearing us is when you ask us to stop coming. Because we yeah. have free no, will. I've been asking them they don't to have come free more will. often. Yeah, there I've you go. So, yeah. For more to yeah. Yeah. shield us or protect us well, or guide us or do what they need to do to right. help us. Right. Yeah, we're, we're learning. There you we're go. learning also when we're talking – when we're talking to the subconscious or to the beings on the other side and you have a question, they want you to be very specific, in other words, in what your question is, because they will not, like you're saying, you know, they, they don't want to mess with us at all with, with changing us. They want us to change ourselves. So mm-hmm. if you, like, want to hear something like, uh, unless I ask the uh, higher self to go in and do the healing, it, it's, it's not going to do it just on, it's not going to say, hey, I'm just going to go in and heal you. It, you have to ask. You know, and then be very right. specific. Uh, and and sometimes and yeah, uh, the, the higher, yeah, when people have certain uh, ailments here, and we give them the the medical name, they they go what? You know, you have to say what your symptoms are. You know, like this is what this mm-hmm. is causing this and this, and then in other words, to get the healing. Um, so it's I don't know, it's interesting. But the, one of the things that I think is the coolest in the research we're doing is we found out, let's say, like, uh, Diane and Susie, when you guys were in heaven and you were deciding to come down and to be born, uh, you looked to see what you wanted to learn, and you decided how much of your spiritual self did you want to embody in your physical body. And usually when we ask people, that's usually they'll say 60%. If it's a very difficult life, they'll say 70 or something like that. So what that means is that there's always – like right now, uh, Diana Susie, part of you is in heaven right now. I mean, your your higher self is there, right? Just like mine is. Yeah. And so when you go up there, it, you can you know like have a conversation with yourself in a sense, you know, saying what the, you know, what were you thinking of? <laughs> you know, it's like this is too hard. Regan, I say you that know? down here all the time. When I get back up there, I want to see the fine print of my contract. <laughs> That's what I say. You must have had been in a in a spiritual bar and had too much to drink or what something. What was I oh, thinking? Yeah, I that. I <laughs> Maria, we hope she, that we oh. helped you this afternoon, sweetie, and yes. and we thank, thank you, you for listening. Yeah. Uh huh. All right, thanks. Okay. Thank you.
All right. We so do we have, have someone else? We have another caller, I believe. Is this Belinda from North Carolina? Yeah. Hi, Belinda. Hello. Hello. You're Hi, live Belinda. on air. Hi. Hi. How can we help you, sweetie? Um. Uh, my about the same as the first caller. <laughs> I was sitting watching something on TV, and all of a sudden, I heard one word from a male voice, and I couldn't understand mm. the words. And that was wow. plain as day because I turned out I thought my husband had got up walked to the door, but I was in there by myself. Well, my first thing on that, uh, Susie, if you want to elaborate, is I get it was Archangel Raphael. I got it was angelic. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel you're going through a lot of healing right now, Belinda, your heart being healed. So maybe that's the reason why Raphael was there with you. Um, Because, yeah, I feel like you're... Yeah, you're definitely going through a healing process yourself. Um, yeah, that's what all I'm getting at this precise minute for for that. Did you want to say mm. anything, honey? Well, I just immediately, I, uh, yeah, immediately I, I got it was that. Archangel Raphael. Um, is something going on with with your knees? Because for some reason they're showing me the knees right now. Uh, well, my husband had the knee surgery. Okay, so it's your husband's knees. Okay, but I think that's I'm the end. Fluid up in both legs. You're having what, sweetie? Fluid build up in both legs. Okay, because that's that uh, is what I'm getting. Is it something to do with? With the the knees and and uh, that's why Raphael was there. You've been asking to relieve the pain. You've been asking for healing, and I think that was just a confirmation for you to let you know that you are not alone. That he is there with you, and he is sending you the in, the healing. Uh, I'm hearing that you need to be more specific about the healing uh, in the area of the body that you need. So if it's it's your leg, your calf, whatever that's aching, you can just ask Archangel Raphael to wrap his emerald green healing light around that and oh, trust okay. that it is done is what he's saying. Yeah, he's saying right now, and trust that it is done. So, you know, half of the healing, my thought process is half of the healing is the face and the trust that it is happening. I just keep getting shown your heart um, and I feel like, you know, there's a healing process going on with your heart as well. Um, and, yeah, I'm just hearing that it is taking place. It's like you you keep questioning the healing mm-hmm. that is happening. Are they there? Are they around you? And... You know, they want you to know, yeah, we're here. We we are. But I agree with Diane from what I'm feeling and hearing it now is you have to be specific on what you're actually wanting healed and what you're mm-hmm. wanting from them is what I'm hearing. Yeah. I hope that you know, helps. I, I have 
so many stories of, you know, asking for something and then something happening and it wasn't exactly what I was asking, what I thought I was asking for. So you have to be very specific with your wording when you're talking to the angelic realm, to the spiritual realm. Yeah. Regan, do you want to, to, yeah. Regan, would you like to elaborate on that? Well, I just, well, just the two of you, I I think so many people, when we're talking about people that have the ability that the two of you have to, you know, talking to angels and things like that, um, and they wonder how all that works. But, But the more that I'm being around mediums and things like this, the more awesome that I think it is. Like I used to be kind of a bit of a skeptic, you know, like sometimes you go to astrologers or you go to people that are, you know, readers and right. stuff. And there's, there's, there's so many of them that are like scam artists or something, you know, just after right. your money and everything. And then, so, but then all of a sudden I, like I've watched the, the Long Island medium and then um, Sylvia Brown and, and Edwards, you know, the different ones. And, and that my, my first person I did a life between life session with was, was a medium, just like you guys. And that um, was my very first session, and it was the most craziest session I ever had because he was, he was <laughs> here I am with my manual. I'm trying to go through it step by step because I want to do this right. He was pages ahead of me. And he'd say, Regan, I'm already there. And I'd go, oh, and I'd have to go 10 pages further. You know, he's in his past life. But here's – and this is what you, you guys probably might help you to hear what they said on the other side about being a medium. Um, he, what he was doing is um, he had a, a radio show he did sometimes in um, Australia, and sometimes he got hate mail. He even had death threats a few times. And um, uh, so he began to – he would get this information from the other side, and then he would get a little skittish about telling him what he saw, so he would sugarcoat it. And they – they told him, they said, uh, no, 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 don't sugarcoat it. He says, whatever you get, you have to tell the people because it's up to them to deal mm-hmm. with the information. And if you sugarcoat right. it, they're, they're not, they're not going to get what they need. And that's just what he needed to hear because he had just, as a human being and personality, he was getting a little skittish. Like, I don't like these people not liking me or, you know, hating me because I'm telling him that, you know, <laughs> the, the, the will, that, that money in the will is supposed to go to this other person, you know. <laughs> I know I'm not laughing at your story (laughs) I'm laughing because Susie and I talked several times uh, or have talked several times about the things we've we've been told and you know what we've been called and and you just gotta you just gotta do it you know you've got to trust that spirit's giving you that information and trusting you with that information yeah. to be given to that person and then, and as Regan said it's up to you to process the information and what you're supposed to get yeah. out of that yeah and they said to him just say you know he's he's just delivering the mail so don't get mad at the mailman you know mm-hmm. that that's mm-hmm. a that like in Texas now i heard that uh some people there are getting these seven thousand dollar bills for their electricity, uh, because uh, the way that the electricity structured there, that it's all it's all about supply and demand. And some of these people that were getting some electricity during the the blackouts you guys had, uh, this one guy showed his bill was seven thousand bucks. So something was going wrong there, you know. So <laughs> I don't watch, you know. 
Don't don't blame me, Diane, if you check the mail next week. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I don't get mine till after the first, so I said it'll be interesting to see what they're going to uh, try to charge. Belinda, is did we were we able to answer your question? Did you have anything else you wanted to ask, honey? Oh, you did perfect. Thank you. You're welcome, sweetie. Oh, bless you. Thank uh, you. Yeah, see, Love Belinda, see, everybody. Um, we have a we have a, a a chat room question here, and she says this is going to sound so weird, but recently every time I look in the mirror, it's as if I'm looking at my physical self, but from like my soul's perspective. It's really odd, and I feel almost oh. like I'm looking at a stranger. Not sure why this is happening. Wow! Did either one of you want to feel feel that feel that question? Well, Susie might get more than me. I I mean I feel that she's she's um, cracking the veil. Uh, yeah, yeah, I th- that's what I feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly that, Regan. Exactly. She's that. seeing her spiritual yeah. self through the veil, is what I'm getting. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I get that as well. The thing is, I think a lot of people don't understand that you have a higher self. You know, right. to a lot of to a lot of people that that they're just literally bless them, just you know, spiritually awakening. And a lot of people don't understand that concept. So mm-hmm. you know, you speaking about higher self today, Regan, I think is 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 so interesting for others to especially listen back to this and understand that concept. You know, of right. having that one foot here and having one foot in another realm, you know, the heaven yeah. realm or, or whatever, and, and, and to open people's minds to this. But she's definitely um, having her higher self come through and wanting to connect mm-hmm. with her, which is really exciting for her, you know? It is oh, very exciting. Yes. Uh, I'm hearing that to tell is. her as well that this is her clairvoyance open. I mean, her yeah, her clairvoyance opening up and being able to see spirit. And what a beautiful experience to see yourself first before you start yeah. seeing other spirits. Uh huh. Uh huh. Well, you know, the big the first opening to me was I went on this um, retreat. It was called Warrior Monk, and it was a week long retreat where they try to. Um, help you get deep enough in, uh, in that so your true self can come out and you can learn some things. And towards the, you know, we did meditation every day. Um, uh, anyway, on the, on the sixth day of the, no, on the fifth day of the retreat, they took us to our rooms and they gave us a pitcher of water and they said, okay, um, we want you to meditate now until we knock on the door and until you come out. So here I am you know, sitting there, and then all, there's a knock on the door. It was like 36 hours later, and um, hey, hey. we were they, they immediately brought us down to this room where we all lay down, and they did it. Oh, How, and that's our cue that our show is winding down. Oh, my. Regan, yeah, I know. It went so fast. Regan, thank you so very much. Yeah. You're thank welcome. You, Regan. It was lovely to meet you. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, just uh, anytime you you, you, you want to have a three-way conversation, I'm up for it. Oh, love to. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, awesome. that would be fun. Okay, guys and yeah, dolls, thanks for listening. Show. 
Thank you. Until thank next you guys week. For joining us. Yes, thank you, thank you. Uh-huh. We wish you a happy, fulfilled week of peace, love, harmony, and blessings. Much love. Thank you, everyone. Bye.